How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, good morning. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We have a great guest. I'm really excited to have Ryan Harris on the show. Super Bowl champion, longtime NFL player, tackle, Broncos, Texans, Chiefs, Steelers, Notre Dame, Radio color analyst, Westwood One NFL color analyst, and we have two things in common. We both have lived in Kansas City, Missouri, where I lived for a long time, and he was there during his stint with the Chiefs. And we are both uh, employed by CBS Sports HQ, where you can also see Ryan's incredible NFL analysis. Follow him on Twitter, Ryan Harris underscore sixty eight. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for making time, man. Bill, thanks for having me. And what an intro, man! I got to get that recording and put it on my resume. <laughs> hey, I don't do much well here, buddy, but I can I can do the intros. Uh, let's um let's start with the Broncos here. I would just love your perspective. Obviously, things are not going well. Sean Payton has not had the start that he wants. What is the reason, as far as you can tell, that things have gone so badly for Sean Payton at the start of his tenure in Denver? Well, it starts with the defensive run and inability to stop the run, and then the offensive line woes have continued despite the investment in the offseason by Coach Payton to shore up that offensive line. Look, I mean, Russell Wilson's had statistically a better year already than he has last year, but the offensive line woes twice on the final uh, drive to go and win the game with an opportunity to win the game. Uh, they had issues with protection as well as blitz pickup. And it's just been so inconsistent for the Broncos, who, after coming back from a 21-point deficit against the Bears to win last week, really had it put to them by the Jets, especially late in the game. Uh, I'm a Bears fan, Ryan, so that was a, that was a, that was that one scarred my friend Ryan Harris on, on the show. <laughs> I think I'm right on this. You for for Westwood One, where you're also, as as I noted, an NFL color analyst. You did Niners Cowboys. Obviously, yeah. that was yeah, what a lopsided game. I know it's one it's one game, but from what you saw, was that result more about the Niners or more about Dallas? Well, it's hard to say it wasn't about the Niners. Look, that offense is unbelievable. I mean, Brandon Ayuk over half of over thirty percent of his catches are going for first downs or touchdowns. I mean, he has been unbelievable, and that's not even the first three names that comes to mind when you think about that that offense. And then defensively, you got Fred Werner and company, Nick Bosa, they were relentless. But the bigger issue to me for the Cowboys is, one, such a devastating loss. How do you believe in any positive things that happen the rest of the year out? you still got to face the Eagles twice, if I'm remembering that correctly. So it's going to be a tough year. The other issue is we continue to see the same Dak Prescott. Great game the week before, three interceptions in a marquee game. So the run game wasn't there for the Cowboys. The passing game wasn't there and complete. They really had one-and-a-half drives, the one drive in the first half that led to a touchdown 
and the first drive of the second half led to a field goal. And outside of that, there was no production, no run game. It was tough to watch. Ryan, we've talked about this here on the show, right or wrong. I have talked about Dak and Kirk Cousins as talented guys that are inconsistent and that are sometimes consistently unreliable when the games feel really big and important. You play, and you don't have to agree. Yeah, right? When you're, as a guy that played, and I know it's hard to do sometimes the psychology of a team, but when you have a talented quarterback who doesn't play well, you can't count on, can that impact the team just in terms of belief, energy, motivation, culture? A hundred percent. If you're blocking your tail off and there's an interception or a a bad decision by the quarterback, it it, it affects everyone. And the same thing if you give up a sack as a lineman or drop a pick as a defensive player. But look, I mean, I'm a player who had a mental performance coach all 10 years I was in the NFL. The year we won the Super Bowl, we had one as an entire team. And it you have to be right from the neck up. And there's something happening for Dak Prescott, who no question has the talent to be a top five quarterback in the NFL. But something between his ears has prevented him from being that, especially in big moments. So if I'm the Cowboys staff, I'm saying, look, guys, we're seeing mental performance coaches. They should have one on staff already. But if not, you got to get somebody in there, or you got to get Dak Prescott to talk to somebody to kind of iron out his thoughts and focus on his success and the positivity and the opportunity in front of him. Ryan, that is really interesting. So my only familiarity with a, with a mental perform, performance coach is watching Ted Lasso, and I have no idea how, how accurate that is. Was it as straightforward as you went in once a week, you had a session, or was it when you weren't feeling great about your confidence in the game, you'd swing by? How does that actually function to try and improve performance when you have that, when you have that resource? Well, I love that question, Bill, and, it, and sometimes it's different, right? Uh, sometimes it's it, – I mean, where does an NFL player – admit fear let me just ask you that right can't do that in the locker room can't do that to your coaches right hey coach i'm really kind of nervous about this game it may not impact it one way or another but to be able to just illustrate and and audibly talk about your feelings one of those things for me i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna give up six sacks this game i'm gonna get found out it was like my fourth year my mental performance coach was like hey ryan has that happened yet no okay well that's part of your process then and another example the year we won super bowl 50 our mental performance coach was phenomenal and one of the things he gave us, Dr. Rick Perea, he said, look, what's relevant and irrelevant cues? People asking for tickets, what, what, whatever your coach thinks, you know, whatever happened in practice, those are irrelevant things when it comes to the game. A bad play is really, at the end of the day, irrelevant because you have the opportunity, typically in a game, to continue to move forward. So focus on relevant and irrelevant cues. I mean, all of us can do that in our lives if we look at things like that. Someone's going to work today right now. Maybe you have a coworker you don't love as much. And you decide right now whether their input is relevant or irrelevant to your success. And getting those things ironed out, not only do athletes need that, but professionals of all kinds you know, need help with performance, talking about how fear comes up in their lives so that they can move with it instead of trying to ignore it. And that's something that I think Dak Prescott has to do. I think that is, that is so interesting. Ryan Harris here on the show, Super Bowl champion, longtime NFL player, Notre Dame radio color analyst, Westwood One NFL color analyst, CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst, a very busy man. Ryan, this, might, this question might be a little far afield, but, but I'm curious your, your take here. We talked, I talked at the start of the show, about how we have seen some coaches really transform some quarterbacks the last few years. I think Mike McDaniel is the most obvious example with Tua, but Doug Peterson's arrival for Trevor Lawrence has certainly been helpful. It's not a secret that Kyle Shanahan is very good at what he does, but Brock Purdy was not someone, obviously, any of us expected to play at that level. And so I'll ask you sort of this question off of that conversation. 
if you're an NFL GM and you're trying to figure out who is the next great young coordinator that you can go get, or maybe in some cases like Mike McDaniel, not even a coordinator, how do those evaluations get made? When, when you were playing in the NFL, did you have any sense of which offensive coordinators on other teams are really, really good or, or not? How, how do you parse that if you're on the inside? Absolutely. You know who is great. And I'll tell you two names. Who, who well, The number one coordinator to me is Shane Waldron at the, at the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, look at what he did with Geno Smith. Did anybody, I mean, there were people who forgot he was in the league when he became a starter and had a career year, right? I mean, come on. And it's not just the way that – for players, you see the design of the play, right? Like one of the touchdowns for Juszczyk, um in the 49ers game, Christian McCaffrey was used as a decoy and cut the defensive end to make the short throw possible for Brock Purdy. I mean, that's phenomenal sacrifice and play calling. Uh, and I'll tell you something else. When we're talking about head co- you know coaches' names and coordinators, Brian Greasy needs to be a name that GMs think about as well. He's a quarterback's coach for the 49ers. And when you look at who understands how to play, he's a former player. Coaches love former players as well as as coordinators because of their ability to recognize not only, okay, maybe we do have talented players, but here's the best way to use them. Here's what we're thinking on third and one. The first three third and ones in every game should be a run. I mean, period. You you establish your dominance. So those are two names to me. Shane Waldron, I think, is one of the best offensive coordinators in the NFL at the Seattle Seahawks. And then Brian Greasy is going to start to get some attention as a head coach, if not in the NFL, for sure in college. I, I love that, Ryan. As a Bears fan, I'm writing these down, and not that I'm wishing anyone to lose their job, <laughs> but if Matt Eberlus <laughs> retires, right, or whatever, wants to go you know, play golf, I'm just going to forward these along. Ryan Harris uh, here, on, here on the show. Ryan, you're obviously also doing a, a lot of work on the college football side. Uh, I'm here in L.A. USC has people pretty excited. The defense has not been extraordinary and not made the improvements that they were hoping was going to happen. But so far, so good. They, they played Notre Dame, and you're on those calls, obviously, Notre Dame football. What do you expect from USC this week, and do you think there's a chance that defense finally starts to at least get good enough that that program feels like they're where they want to be when the season rolls to a conclusion here in a few months? Well, nothing brings out top talent and effort in college football like a rivalry game. They're playing for the shillelagh, Bill. Wouldn't you like to win a shillelagh one time in your life? Hell yes. So I anticipate, you know, exactly, right? <laughs> so, I mean, look, USC, here's, here's historically, and, and playing them and seeing them over the years, you're talking about a team that is so talented, and half the team is from Los Angeles, meaning – after games, or you know, you're talking to family, you're with friends from high school. It can be hard to focus when you're by the beach and winning, and have a have the Heisman Trophy winner from last year on your team. When they come in to face Notre Dame this this weekend, they're going to be facing a hungry Notre Dame team looking to make up for a brutal loss against uh, Louisville last week. And for USC, to me, it's just as a team that it's it's hard to keep their focus. And Lincoln Riley's had issues with that everywhere he's gone in terms of keeping his focus, his players focused game in and game out. And, you, and USC really is back in that seat of they're going to get everybody's best efforts. But it's going to be a titanic class Saturday night in South Bend, Indiana at Notre Dame Stadium. And, it, and whoever comes out on top is going to be the most detail-oriented and fast-playing football team. Obviously, Notre Dame, and I grew up in Dubuque, Iowa, went to a Catholic high school. Every kid there wanted to be Rudy. That's my age group. Every kid wanted to go to Notre Dame, right? Like, we're all sort of Notre Dame fans, and that's one of those programs, as you know, Ryan. You have to win. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is, what the reality is. There is an expectation of success, and the two losses this year, heartbreaking is the word, and the one against Ohio State was, what, two or three weeks ago was 
I mean, it was, a, it was a close football game and kind of an ugly football game. How? What's the assessment, do you think, both of Notre Dame's season so far, and where do you think the program is? Notre Dame, you know, disappointing season with two losses, but the program is right there. I mean, they, they really did have a great game against Ohio State and gave up a, a huge third and 19 and a fourth down conversion on that final drive. And then, of course, everybody remembers not having 10 men on the field. I mean, that's coaches and players. So just a big-time missed opportunity. Then they go against Louisville, and they rush for 44 yards. With the leading rusher going into the weekend in college football, and Audric Estime, who's 6'2", 225 pounds of muscle, and two preseason All-Americans, and left tackle Joe Alt and right tackle Blake Fisher. So there have been disappointing moments. And the thing that I know from winning a championship and being in big games, Bill, you have to have focus on the details. You have to exert your will, and you have to play every opportunity with the techniques given to you. And you have to be keyed in. And whether that's coaches and players, coaches talking to players about the right plays, they got to get it done. And Notre Dame is, is very close to being one of the best teams in the nation. It's just the details that, that make the difference. And all of us who are NFL fans know this from the Super Bowl, right? Phenomenal Super Bowl. And the one mistake that Jalen Hurts made, right? Nick Bolton runs that touchdown back. That changes the game. So tight games, one play does matter. And you got to be ready for that moment. Ryan Harris here on the show. Uh, Ryan, it's hard to keep up with what has been seismic changes in college football from month to month sometimes, depending on the news cycle. And I know it's hard to know where, where things are going to be in five or ten years, but Notre Dame occupies a very unique place in the college football landscape. How do you think Notre Dame fits in ten years from now as the sport continues to change and conferences seem to be getting bigger, stronger, and gobbling up other conferences? Where, where, where is Notre Dame in a decade? Well, Notre Dame's still going to be the most invited team to any conference or any you know um, uh, association that may come in terms of the best teams, top 25 teams, and things like that. I mean, Louisville, they just set the record for attendance at Louisville. And, oh, by the way, the, the previous one was from Notre Dame four years ago going to Louisville. I mean, and Notre Dame's not going to join a conference. And if you're Notre Dame, you're saying, well, half the teams don't even know what conference they're in right now, right? So why would you want us to come and join a conference and what people fail to realize is Notre Dame retains 100% of ticket and jersey revenues. You want to go park at Notre Dame? The Lord thanks you because you're paying towards the university. You're not giving up that amount of money. No conference can do that. And the rumors are that NBC is going to offer anywhere between 75 and $100 million per year to pay out to Notre Dame with the new TV contract. No one else is competing like that. And, and, the, and the control Notre Dame would have and it would give up if they ever joined a conference. It's just too much to lose. Uh, Ryan Harris, watch him on CBS Sports HQ. Listen to him on Westwood One, NFL color analyst. Listen to him on Notre Dame's radio uh, network. He is a color analyst there as well. Follow him on Twitter, Ryan Harris underscore 68. As in 68, absolutely awesome, insightful things he just said here on the program. That's actually not what it's for, but it just felt like something to say. because <laughs> Ryan, that was awesome, dude. That was great. You're the man, Bill. Great to be with you, my friend, and hi to all the NFL and college football fans out there. Still a lot of fun football to watch. You got it, buddy. Great stuff. That is, That was a great interview. First time we've had Ryan Harris on the show. He was phenomenal. By the way, Notre, Notre Dame grad. I think he studied economics, won a Super Bowl, has five jobs he's crushing. Look at you, Ryan Hickey, bringing the magic. You did it. Let's go. Let's go. Let me ask you a question. I'm not afraid of my feelings, okay? I cry in airplanes. I don't care. I'm an emotional guy sometimes. People sit next to me and want to you know, move, their, move their seat. 
Why is he crying at the movie Heat? Doesn't he know that De Niro and Pacino are never going to get along? I don't know. Not afraid of my feelings. He brought up a little, uh, what did he call it here? What was it? What was it like fancy schmancy? Oh, sorry. NFL performance coach. What would a radio performance coach look like? Oh, boy. Come in the office, like, you know. I think definitely one of those long couches you got to lay down on. Like, I think NFL performance coaches probably are sitting up talking, like, normally. I think for a radio, you definitely need the couch. Lay so down. Tom, you're going to be here for a while. Let's talk it out. Tom DeCelestino would have to be like, look, I, I, I did Pretty Daddy, and I didn't like it, but now I like it. I don't know if I should like Pretty Daddy, and I don't like Joy, but Bill makes me laugh, but I don't feel good when I'm smiling. Is that okay? Right? I'd have to work through some stuff, too. I, I can't stop saying puns all the time. and I do a segment called Bum of the Week, and I just can't decide who the bum should be. It's a big responsibility. What would yours be? What would you be working on? I'm obsessed with numbers. You know, sometimes people say my identity is built around a singular number, which is a problem. The, the number three? Yeah. What is, what is the number three? Is that even good to, you know, be associated with? I don't know. Doc, help me out here. It's Doc. Give us some radio performance <laughs> magic. All right. I, I'm excited. You put together buy or sell. We're going to see how you stack up against Pretty Daddy. This is your moment. If I lose out, I'm going to need the radio uh, psychology coach. That's for you're sure. Gonna need the, yeah, you're going to need the What happened? Why are you crying, Ryan? Because I failed at buy or sell. But he won't because he's Ryan Hickey, and we got headlines from around sports and a take on each one. Buy or sell next year on CBS Sports. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Ryan Hickey filling in for Pretty Daddy today. Ryan underscore Hickey 3. Not just the executive producer normally 
of the Zach Gelb Show, but also a great radio host in his own right. And you can hear him 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Night Owl Saturday morning. But those of us on the West Coast, maybe we're home, maybe we're having a beer. I've done it 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. It's a great show. It's really, really good. And now it's time for him to show us what he's got. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked D-Cell yesterday. I'm going to jump in. You ready? Oh. They're, they're building. Do you know what the Jetsons are, the cartoon? Yes. They're building a Jetsons, like, machine. It's basically like a helicopter, but it's, the joy, it's a joystick. It's, a, it's like a video game. It has all these safety mechanisms. It goes 1,000 feet above ground. It's basically, you could be in Jersey, you get in your little helicopter the size of a car, you could you could fly across the Hudson River, and you could park in downtown New York. It's 100 grand. It costs what a Mercedes costs. I can't afford it. Probably neither can you. But if you could, buy or sell, you would fly a helicopter. Sell. Okay. A Jetson copter, a after, unfortunately, seeing the Titanic snafu, um, I'm going to stay away from new technology for a while. It's not a boat. No, I, but I'm going down. I mean, again, just there's a lot of new technology out right now. I don't right. need the guinea pig. Did you see that they're trying to put houses on the moon? What? By 2040? No, no they're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. NASA for civilians. Civ- well, you, said that weird. W- civilians. Buy or sell you would ever want to go to space. You go for free. Oh, uh, bye. I'll say bye, but I got to, you know, have other people go first and just be the guinea pigs, make sure it's all good. Then I'll go that, later. That's a sell for me. Like, like they could find sell. life somewhere else or not life, like a planet that could house life and get us there and be like, hey, the earth is kind of in trouble. I'm just going down with the ship. I, I don't want to go into space. Not even for like a day, like a quick, like I would do a day trip. I don't want to live there because I'm with you. I don't need to it's, find it's aliens like, living next door. It's like an. I think there's aliens living there. I think it's like well, Stu might be an alien. Stuart Kovacs. Uh, it's um, it's an endless ocean, right? It's like it's like you're. There's no air. I'm not no. I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah. You ever think about like how big the universe is? Kind of trippy. Sometimes it's trippy, isn't it? Hurts my brain. You're right. Imagine being out there, and then what you're is, truly in the abyss. Buy or sell the universe is even bigger than Sean Payton's ill-earned ego. Bye. Okay, check it. Close, though. Close. So close. Speaking of close, Bill, we got two teams right now on on the brink of their season being over and close to being eliminated as the 100-win Dodgers, 100-win Orioles right now, one loss away from both of their seasons ending. Now, in the history of the league divisional series, just three teams have overcome being in an 0-2 series deficit after losing the first two games at home. Most recent example, 2015 Blue Jays. So, Bill, buy or sell. Either the Dodgers or Orioles will come back and advance to the LCS. Man. Sell. I, no. Sell. Can I tell you this? I know nobody likes excuses, and I need to learn to be better at this because when I lose in FIFA now, I bought an Xbox for my kid. Now I play FIFA all the time. Nice. I have a question about that in a second that D-Cell judged me on. Nobody likes excuses. But I do think that the delay and the buy – it's obviously nice to make the next round, and obviously the Orioles and the Dodgers earned that. But I, momentum we've seen is just really important in, in, in MLB's playoffs. And I think that the approach in the system doesn't work. I think having to wait four or five games, and in the National League game, the Dodgers, when they finally got to play their, 
their series. They played a game, then they had a day off, then they played their game. I just no, I don't think they'll come back, and I think some of that is because they're completely out of rhythm. I beat my kid the other day 7-0 in FIFA. Buy or sell, that's okay. Buy. Right? Of course. That's how you learn. Did you ever see the Cardell Jones story? No. When Cardell Jones was at Ohio State, he went to a hospital to visit sick kids. And one of the activities that they chose to do was, oh, let's play some you know, college football back in the day when the college football game was still around for video games. And I don't know if it was like a reporter. Someone goes, yeah, Cardell Jones beat the, like, the sick kid like 56-7. He quotes it and goes, no, I didn't. I beat him like 96-7. Oh, my God. That, all right, Smoked that's not him. okay. Sell. So, that's not okay. Sell. So. No, 96-7 to, to a kid in a hospital. Teaching you got to stop at like lessons. If you're that good, you just pass the ball around and make it 11-7. And, you, and 7 nothing in soccer is, is that's a blow. A lot. Yeah. How long were these games? The three-hour game? I mean, that's 96-7? Cr- I got I got the exact score, but it was somewhere in that range. It was it was high scoring. He probably, okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to go down a FIFA rabbit hole. But that's too, that's too much. Although I would do it to my kid, so I don't know if I'm right. All right, let's go back to last night. Raiders with a game uh, potentially in the balance. They're up 17-13, two minutes left in the game. Joshua Daniels face, uh, faced a massive decision. Yeah. Go for it on fourth and one from the Packers' 34-yard line to win the game or kick a 52-yard field goal to extend the lead to seven points, but obviously give the ball back to the Packers. Now McDaniels opted to kick the field goal, which Daniel Carlson missed. Obviously, later on, the Raiders did go on to win after intercepting Jordan Love in the end zone. Uh, by or sell, McDaniels made the right decision in going for the field goal to extend the lead to seven. Sell. We didn't even talk about sell. this because we, we talked about sort of the overarching reality of, of how important coaches are. It was so bad. I was watching. No, just, just get a yard, man. Just get a yard because you end the game, right? The game is over if you pick up that first down. And I'm sure you saw it, Trace. Uh, they it hit it hit the upright and it was it was so painfully close but it also looked like it was it was turning right the whole time no man plus like a it's a sell but b we know Josh McDaniels always done the, does the wrong thing so he's a great case study you study what he does if you want to be a coach and then you do the opposite so the fact that he went for the field goal unequivocally means it's the wrong decision cuz he doesn't make right decisions i don't want to be a bad guy here and I'm not criticizing. I'm more just asking more of a fashion question than a parental question. Okay. So the Carlson brothers were both the kickers for the Packers and the Raiders yesterday. And on TV, yeah. they showed the it looked like the father a lot. Did you see the way he was? his jersey was designed for both of his sons? No, I missed it. So it was, was it a black Raiders jersey. And usually you would think if you have two sons, or you, you know, you're rooting for both sides, you'd be split down the middle. We've seen right. Brady Quinn's sister do that. Other families, you know, with... Sons or um, family members on different sides do that. This was a front was black Raiders in like the Daniel Carlson jersey. And like the shoulder area was like green for his mm. other son. Favorite kid. That's not cool. That It was like not 80% cool. one, 20% the other. It was it was an interesting look. The Packers son is going to need a performance, uh, a performance psychologist coach. Let me ask you a question. If you can put aside the outcome, because the game could have gone either way, right? Just put aside the outcome if you can. Buy or sell Josh McDaniels did a better coaching job yesterday than Matt LaFleur. I know. It was so bad. Neither team deserved to win. 
Bye. I get. I mean, I guess. Did he? That is. I don't. I don't. I truly. I hate to say. I don't know. I don't know. Jordan Love could have led his team down the field and had a chance. By the way, like obviously threw a pick on the left side of the end zone to end the game. But he, oh, there was a bit of a drive, and obviously the field position wasn't ideal based on that missed 50-whatever-two-yard field goal attempt. It was all bad. That might be one where it's like, see, none of the above. That's a, t- that's a tough question. Yeah, that was a tough one. Wow. All right. Let's um, get some NFL news this morning as ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that the Vikings are set to place wide receiver Justin Jefferson on IR with a hamstring injury meaning the reigning Offensive Player of the Year will miss at least the next four games. Now, the injury happened in the second half of Minnesota's loss to the Chiefs, which dropped them to 1-4 and four on the season. Now, you look at the quarterback from Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. He's a free agent at the end of this season. Buy or sell, Bill. The Vikings should try to trade Kirk Cousins before the October 31st trade deadline. I'm going to buy. Now, buy. To be fair, I think they should have traded Kirk Cousins three days after they signed him five years ago or whenever that was. I am not a buyer sell. You think Kirk Cousins would command multiple first-round picks? Sell. He's a loner, by the way. Those people that were asking on Twitter, sports writer, sports REI, T-E-R, Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. I because I don't think there's a bidding war is the problem. It's the Jets right now. I mean, that's who needs Kirk Cousins. Maybe the Raiders if Jimmy G gets hurt. Yeah. If somebody gets injured. I, I said the Patriots are if the Patriots were two and three instead of one and four. May maybe. Man, poor Bill O'Brien. How much does Bill O'Brien just hate his Oof. life? The offensive buy or sell Bill O'Brien hates his life right now. Bye. Offensive coordinator of the Patriots. I agree. That's a rough one. That, that was, was your guy. One. You're a Penn State guy. That's right. I love Bill. Buy or sell, you still look at him favorably. Buy. Of course. He may not the... look at me favorably. Who was the broke quarter... his toe. What'd you do? I almost broke his toe. How? Um, I did, when I was at Penn State, walk or try to walk onto the football team. So I went yeah. to the practice. I went to the tryouts. Okay. Um, we were, they were throwing, I was a receiver. They were throwing balls. Um, a pass from a quarterback went right through my hands. Very catchable. I just totally <laughs> choked. Were you nervous? Uh, very nervous. Yeah. Ball goes through my hands, and I turn around and hit Bill O'Brien in the foot. <laughs> so I had to then go oh, jog no. to go pick up the ball next to him. The look of disgust on his face, like, oh, boy, this is what we're working with here. Um, yeah, so he may not like me after I almost took his toe off, um, but Who I still like him. to you? Do you remember who the quarterback was? It was, was? like a walk-on quarterback, too. It wasn't it was like... Good, it was a good throw? It was a, good th- a perfect throw. I hate to say it. I wish I could have an excuse. Right, like, so sorry, right in the dude. hands and went right through. I'm sorry, man. That sounds unpleasant. Not I idea. believe in you. But please keep footballs away from me. <laughs> <Am I> just... <laughs> yeah, if balls are flying near you, uh, oh keep me away. <laughs> keep me away. Okay. Let's go back to Sunday night, Bill. It wasn't all bad for Cowboys fans, as after the game, NBC highlighted a 49ers fan proposing to a Cowboys fan. Now, Chris Collinsworth provided some interesting analysis on this proposal. Take a listen. You know, not every Cowboy fan is leaving unhappy tonight. You know why? This just happened a couple of moments ago. A proposal, Cowboy fan, Niners fan, she said yes, the crowd around them went wild. Would he have done it? If, if the Cowboys had won, I don't. Sure I don't think up. so. You don't I, think so? I, no, I think he's holding the ring. He's not. You can't start a marriage like that with her having the upper hand. But 49ers <laughs> win. Here you go. Let's get married. 
So, buy or sell, Bill. You can't propose at a stadium after the game if your team loses. Sell, man. I'm married. You gotta sell. Accept you gotta accept taking some L's. And happy wife, happy life is a truism. My team won. Your team lost. Everything will be fine. Is probably not. I am highly. Let me buy or sell that people that that propose on scoreboards already know that it's a yes. Sell. We have we have had some no's. Yeah, we have. So I mean, you would think like this has to be a slam dunk, um, but we have seen people say like oh, maybe let's talk about this. I'm gonna ask you something super messed up here, okay? It just occurred. Oh to me. boy, I'm a mar- I'm a happily married guy. Buy or sell would be funny for me to walk around with a ring at sporting events and just propose to random people. Buy. <laughs> Different stadium each week. It's going to be Every on week. TV. Look Sarah, at this guy. will you just make up a name? Will you? Because then if they are they going to feel so much pressure that they just say yes to pretend, right? Until everyone the, the the attention dies down and they tell me to get lost. If you did it ten times, I bet seven out of ten people would say yes. Buy or sell. One of them would actually have to marry me. It's a contract. Buy. I mean, I'm already married. So this doesn't. You I may a single guy ask the it. wrong person, and all of a sudden it's. That joke gets taken too far. Now you're actually in big trouble. I would be. Buyers tell my wife would find it amusing when she was watching the Dodgers game and saw me proposing to some 25 year old. Sell. Yeah. You can be in trouble there. Sura Kovacs is perpetually single. Let's get him to do it. Or you can just say it's for the show, it's for work. It's assign it. Be a good little bit. Good little bit. (laughs) Speaking of good little bit, last night the future of the NBA was on display as Victor Wembanyama made his NBA preseason debut, and he faced off against number two former overall pick Chet Holmgren. Now, Wemby led the Spurs with 20 points, going 8-13 from the field, while Chet was the leading scorer for the Thunder, dropping 21 points and grabbing nine rebounds. Buy or sell? You were intrigued with last night's Wembanyama-Holmgren preseason matchup. I'm an NBA guy, but buy. Sell. Buy. Did you see the headbutt? Buy. Oh, you, well, you pushed the wrong button. Sorry, I hit sell on accident. I was. Ryan. I trigger fingered it. You did. I trigger fingered somebody earlier. I'm sorry, Alex. In, I think it was in Green Bay. Um, yeah, and and Webinyama headbutt Holmgren. Did you see this? Like on a on a no, drive. I missed that. Just really? Headbutt him. I think. Oh. Uh, I think on accident. Hey, we've got you. By the way, this is the longest buy or sell I've ever seen. I'm not used to this level of um. Work ethic. Just kidding. Sort of. Wow. Okay. Do you, you want a little no context? Let's do a little no context if that is okay. Uh, so let's just do buy or sell. We, we have a, we have a drop for it. I know. I I hate to say it. This is really bad on me. D still <laughs> tell me find about it? it, and I cannot find it. All right, hold on, I'll do it. Don't feel bad. This is what I do. Now it's time for no context. Buy or sell. That was probably better than the Sanders sound. Anyway, that was perfect. Matt, pure magic. Buy or sell. Miami's offensive coordinator deserves more blame for the botched end of the game than head coach Mario Cristobal. Ooh, I wish I had the context. Um, sell. I mean, sell. come on. You should all be honest. You're the head coach. That was, that was, that subtracted from the sum of all human intelligence. That moment. We're so all dumber because of that. For pretty daddy. Poor pretty daddy. And finally, no context, buy or sell. Will Ferrell is too old to crash a frat party. You know, I, I thought he was, but I changed my mind. So I'm too old so. to crash a frat party. Will Ferrell's pretty cool. Does it change the fact that it was his son's frat party? I actually think it makes it worse. Leave your kid alone. Like, let him just, you know. I would kind of agree with that one. Like, maybe dad go to someone else's frat. 
I went to a, a soccer game with some friends, and, and Owen Wilson sat basically next to us, and Selena Gomez was, was, was six seats over. Buy or sell, you would rather meet Selena Gomez or Owen Wilson than Will Ferrell. Sell. Really? I think I'd rather meet Will Ferrell. Funny guy. Buy or sell that if I did my I proposed to you prank on Selena Gomez, security would rough me up on the way out. Buy. I think so. I'd rather meet Selena Gomez. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Uh, we've got an analysis, early days, but a look at the three quarterbacks taken in the first early part of the first round of this past NFL draft. And Ryan Hickey has a shocking analysis of one of those QBs. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. You remember, Ryan, with this music. I used to just let it breathe for like two minutes to make Stu uncomfortable, Stuart Kovacs, when he produced me. Or you. I found it funny. I was going to say, it may or may not have you know, encouraged the longer you go. It's like three I, minutes. We'd, go three, we'd break the record. I've never really done it to, to Pretty Daddy. Should I? Oh, without a doubt. I think it's like, only fair. Like go two minutes? You've treated every other producer the same. Why now change your ways just for a different producer, you know? He's an emotional guy. He bottles it inside. I'm worried it's going to give him an ulcer or something. Sometimes, you know, just kind of shocking the system, I think could be a, a good reset for him. I love that. Look at that. That's radio psychology right there for you. You don't even need uh, to talk to anybody. I got to tell you, it's nice to hear your voice again. It's been too long. I know you, I, I was told by the bosses you, you've been avoiding me. Avoid you at work, avoid you when you're here, yeah. you know, for vacation. I've been doing a good job so far about being evasive. Really? Yeah. It's good to have you back. We, back in the day, it used to be me, you, Stuart Kovacs. Tom DiBenedetto, who looks like Mike McDaniel, now is the executive producer of the Jim Rome Show. Who's a, that, was a, that was a great, great crew. All right, I'm pretty excited to tell you. You want to hear something pretty magical? You ready for this, Trace? Oh, I am ready. Did you know the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who probably serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families, their members of the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Raiders linebacker, man. There weren't many good things that came out yesterday. Raiders linebacker Robert Spillane had a career night as he recorded two interceptions on poor Jordan Love as Vegas defeated the Packers, as we discussed earlier, 17-13 on Monday Night Football. Spillane was second on the team in tackles with nine, and the Raiders defense finished the game with three picks. The thing is, and look, I'm not taking anything away from that defense. Jordan Love looked awful. It's not like it was just acrobatic, remarkable coverage moments where they just plucked the ball from the air in a way that seemed absolutely brilliant. 
Jordan Love just kept throwing the ball to the wrong guys. Didn't even see Spillane on that one interception. Did you see it? Just like didn't even. Like Ghost Rider, if you will. All right. So we, you, you put together some, some, some stats, some deep data. It's pretty exciting. We went really deep here. You went really, really deep on quarterbacks. I, did, I, I, I know that, that C.J. Stroud has played well this year. I did not realize, because I don't, I don't watch a lot of those games, if I'm being honest. That is, a, that, is not, that is not an easy watch, even though he's played relatively well. So let's go through it. Uh, number one pick, Bryce Young, has struggled. He's 29th in passing yards. He has four interceptions. He's 29th in passer rating. It has been ugly. They have not won a football game. He has looked overwhelmed. And this happens a lot. There's always some consensus pick. Everybody says the guy's going to work out. Every time you try to ask draft analysts, well, what if it doesn't? You get looked at like you're some kind of idiot and have two heads. And then often, not inevitably, but, but very, very often, the reality of the transition of the game, you're being drafted by teams that aren't very good. Often they don't have remarkable coaches because they've just fired their former coach. There's a reason they drafted you. Offensive line sometimes is absolute garbage. And guys get shell-shocked and can't come back from that. Maybe Bryce Young will. C.J. Stroud is taking number two overall, and he's playing really well. Most pa- This stat jumped out to me. Most passes without an interception to start a career in NFL history. That's crazy. 186 consecutive passes without a pick, third most passing yards. It's not like he's got some remarkable football team that's protecting him. And then Anthony Richardson, I know you're a Colts guy. I actually think he's looked good when he's been out there. He's only finished... Is it one of the five games he's been able to finish so far? He's obviously injured now. He's going to miss some time. He does have seven total TDs, but the it's an AC joint injury to his shoulder. Let's start with Anthony Richardson because I know you'll watch a lot of these games, and you do. You still do the Colts, the excellent Colts podcast. You know it. Where can the people find it? Wherever you get your podcasts, Blue Horseshoe Podcast, and on YouTube, Blues. so you can look at our ugly faces. If Anthony Richardson is healthy, what is your confidence level in him going forward? Pretty high, honestly. He has uh, yeah. been further along than I thought, and he is an alien. Run fast, big, strong arm. Let's get him they on the got field. a lot of flack for that. Yes. For that pick. And I was, I, of course, skeptical. And it's worked out so far. So if you go through the stats, and you can do it on 10, 20, 30 years, if you take the first two quarterbacks taken in a draft or the first three quarterbacks taken in an NFL draft, and you, and you just narrow it to like those times where those picks were in the first round, even the top 10, even the top two. It is somewhere in the neighborhood of a 60% to 70% straight fail rate. And then you get into the guys that remain. It's often, I mean, where do you judge Alex Smith, for example, right? Is, I mean, I think he was, he was successful. He's a, he was a fine quarterback, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. He wasn't a, a world changer. He wasn't a, a world beater. What's the guy? Jamarcus Russell. I always forget this dude's name. Out of LSU. I mean, and to be fair, he was drafted as one player, but he showed up to camp as three players. No, is it? No, is that? Is that too mean? I mean, like there are so many. I, how do we assess Carson Wentz? I mean, Wentz and Golf, obviously. I did that in reverse order, but drafted one and two in that draft by the Rams and the Eagles. I, is Wentz a success? I mean, he he has a Super Bowl ring. He did not himself win a Super Bowl. So when you look at Bri- Bryce Young and you look at C.J. Stroud and you look at Anthony Richardson. The odds are that these guys, two of these guys, are going to fail. And, and you go back to some of the, I mean, look at the, like the Josh Allen draft. And I'm trying to do this off off the top of my head, but wasn't that the Josh Rosen draft was in there? Was that the Baker Mayfield draft too? Sam Darnold, ba- Lamar Sam Dar- Jackson. I mean, Darnold's a failure. Rosen's a failure. 
Was Lamar Jackson in that draft at the end of the first round? 32. That's right, 30. Did you just say that? 32. So there's different levels of success and failure. Some guys are still in the league. I mean, Baker Mayfield's still around. He still starts. They're 3-1 down in Tampa Bay. But obviously, as the number one pick, it did not work out. At this stage, in its early days, but if you go by the math, if you say one fails, one succeeds, and one's mediocre, C.J. Stroud looks like the success story, Bryce Young looks like the failure, and Anthony Richardson looks like, you know, just a guy. Obviously, that's not the way that stats work. All these guys could succeed. All these guys could fail. But it's just a reminder, Ryan, as much as we get excited about quarterbacks every year, and it seems like a sure thing, and I'll go back to got to have the right coach, got to have the right system, got to have the right people around him. More often than not, the transition to the National Football League at the quarterback position ends in failure, and the pressure and the expectations of a top pick, that can offset whatever massive talent gets you that selection. Thank you to Ryan Hickey. Great job by him. Thank you for listening. My name is Bill Ryder. This show is Ryder Than You. We appreciate you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.